You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV begins right now. Great to be with you as always. There they are. If you're watching on Warchant TV, make sure you like and subscribe. Say hello, boys. Good to be with you as well. Good to be back in the studio. This hour brought to you by our friends at Register Sausage. I had Register Sausage over the weekend. I actually broke down and ate some. There we go. Enjoyed it. It was really, really good. You broke down. I broke down. Grilled it up. <laughs> to, grilled it. And to, I don't mean it that way. People ex- know I just yeah. don't eat a lot of... You don't eat yeah. a lot of red meat. That's but, right. But yeah. you do on occasion. And when you do, it it's might be Register Sausage. That's right. Yay, sausage. What was the occasion? Just July 4th or was it... You no, know, it it's Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> just Saturday. My kids are out of town. I'm kind of celebrating my kids are out of town. Oh, okay. So as much as I love them, it was a nice little respite for the wife and I. And I was like, hey, I'll grill out for you, baby. Jalapeno cheddar or just the regular? The the the, uh, the hot. The, uh, oh, I like the hot. Yeah, just the hot. Which okay. is not really hot. No, it's not hot at but all. But it's got a little flavor. It's oh, got a little more flavor little than the regular. something to it. A little something something. So. But uh, yeah, the, pro- the Link Jarrett promo code, I think, just ended mm. on Friday. But you can still uh, order if you live outside of the Southeast on registermeats.com or if you're in the Southeast, Certainly in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, to the Carolinas, I think uh, you can go in and uh, request it. If they don't have it at your local grocery store, Publix or whatever, just you know, casually mention it. Rise up. We don't get violent. We don't. Yeah. We don't throw things. We don't throw cans of green beans at people. We just say, "Hey, we'd like some registered sausage," and they'll <laughs> they'll make it happen. And Ben will have it shipped to that to that store. Cans of green beans. <laughs> You're going violent, man. Yeah, I'm just That's saying. Got some weight to it, just, like tuna. Yeah. Throw yeah, some you tuna some at somebody. Damage. Yeah. What's, I'm trying to think. There's some big cans of food, man. Very Especially big. if you go to get one of those soups, like a big Campbell's soup. You can yeah, like a family here. soup. Oh yeah, you can oh, take you can somebody kill down. Someone. Yeah. Listen, yeah. we're but not advocating that. that we're not, we're not advocating that. <laughs> we're not clearly right. I, mean, I, right. I want to make that clear. Right. We are not advocating you killing Publix managers. Uh, so here we go. Let, let's uh, let, let's say this. Um, I, we have not the three of us been together or spoken of and had an opportunity to talk about. Uh, what happened with the Big Ten deciding to decide to one up the SEC and go mm. grab the LA market? I know you wrote about it on Warchant.com. You guys can read Corey's piece, but uh, I just I looked at it as a reason to celebrate. I, I'm assuming you guys did too. Uh, this is the beginning of the end, yeah, or if you will, the the the, the, the jumping off point that we're all been waiting on. But I don't know about like, this conference. 
now that we know where it was going after Texas and Oklahoma, that didn't feel like a reason to celebrate. That was a reason for like uh, just despair on my part. Like, okay, this is all over. The sport I grew up with is completely done. Oh yeah, well, that, um, but which you was had clear. To, you had some time to wrap your mind but around that. Though. Once we wrap our mind around that, and then we realized that the Big Ten is going to be the other super conference now, doing this with UCLA, USC and UCLA. Yeah, now you start to get at, at least a little bit excited about what the future of the sport can be again, because I think there's going to be some equality there with these two conferences for sure um, that I wasn't so sure of six weeks ago. I should have been, but I just wasn't. I, the SEC could have just been the lone tanker out on the horizon. But now the Big Ten, and that's going to create competition, which means teams like Florida State, Clemson, Miami are going to find landing spots because they're going to just keep building and adding, I would think. Well, we, cer- up brands, yeah. we certainly hope. I mean, that's we certainly hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, the feeling is that that's where it's going to go. The difference between the ACC, I just want to throw this out there one last time. The difference Uh-oh. between the ACC and the Pac-12 and the Big in the uh, in the Big, Big 12 was that the ACC's contract is not up. The Pac-12's contract was coming up, Big 12's contract was coming up. The ACC still has their deal till forever, 14 years <laughs> from now. So that has to be resolved. Yeah. That that they're not just going to let FSU or Clemson or Miami just walk away. So there's going to be Everything's negotiable, so you'd assume that there's going to be some dollar amount that can be reached to make that happen, whether the whole ACC crumbles or whether just a few schools leave, whatever it is, and the other ones merge with other conferences. But the bottom line is this: they're not going to be able to walk away. I've seen some things written by people like, oh, the FSU should just go to the SEC. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. There's a lot of negotiation that is going to have to take place. The good news, to your guys' point, is it feels like that seems like a possibility, whereas I mean, a year ago, two years ago, there were people who felt like, man, that they're not getting out of that grant of rights. Wouldn't you think, too, you heard uh, right away the guy that broke the original story. What's his name? John Wilner? Is that who it was? That broke the USC-UCLA yeah. story. He said that day, later that day, that the Big Ten was eyeing like North Carolina, Washington, Oregon, and Duke. Well, look, man, if North Carolina bounces, that is the end of the ACC. Right. And, if they're, and that's another thing that should get Florida State fans excited because I know Georgia Tech's been rumored a little bit to the Big Ten, too. Miami, to me, would make sense to the Big Ten. But either way, if, the, if, if you know for a fact that the Big Ten is interested in other ACC schools, well, they know there's a grant of rights. You know what I mean? They know there's something that would have to but be the, paid. But it still has to be no, negotiated. Sure, but, and the big, the big Ten is Fox, and the ACC is ESPN. Correct. So that... That's not going to be an easy, like, oh, hey, give us these teams. There is an air of in- inevitability to this, For sure. though, and For that's sure. where you get excited. It doesn't have to be that it's going to be this year. I would prefer not to continue to be behind the eight ball and amass a number of years in which these other programs are making uh, 15 to $25 million per year more yeah. than you. But I do think that that air of inevitability is real because the networks will get involved. And this is, if we're moving towards, say, 48 teams, 60 teams, whatever you guys want to argue about. And people argue about the number. But if that's where we're moving, like I had a guy basically tweeting at me that, you know, well, the SEC, man, you're, you're thinking too too small right now. The, in essence, the SEC and the Big Ten aren't going to exist either. Right. The, the networks are going to run basically a professional football league, a notch below the NFL. Now there's an argument to be made that the NFL already exists, but the point is that's where this is going. So, you know, Florida State – assuredly would be part of any group of 48 teams that are playing big-time college football. That's why now maybe two, three, to Iris point, four, five years down the road, and nobody likes the sound of that. They want to go and get while the getting is happening. Florida State's not in total control of that. It's frustrating. Yeah, but you're not. I don't think you're going to have the playoff scenario the way that they actually want it 
with the money that can be made mm. until all this happens. Right. Right. I just don't, I think that's the biggest building block. And I, I talked about this on Wake Up War Chant. It really helps Florida State, in my mind, that Clemson is like a business partner with them. Like, you're not going to take Clemson without Florida State, and you wouldn't take Florida State without Clemson, I don't think. Maybe Miami in there, too. But I think that that makes it the allure of getting Florida State and Clemson is a is a really big deal, man. I I you know what I mean? Well, especially if especially if the Big Ten does is successful in getting Notre Dame and Oregon and Washington and and you, you know some of those schools. Now the SEC has to go. They can't just say, okay, we like what we've got. They've got to then raise yeah. their game up, which includes, as you said, FSU, Clemson, um, you know, some of these schools in the ACC. There are schools that. You know, and I know that the feeling for a long time was the SEC already has the state of Florida. They already have the state of South Carolina. What do they gain? Well, man, when you're talking about a league that is a that is not just everybody out for themselves, but you're the quality of a league, there's a reason they went and got Texas to go with Texas A&M. They, yeah. they would want more than just one school. The whole dynamic, all the rationales that we've talked about and lived with for 30 years of college sports are kind of out the window if they go to this two- Mega well, it's like the money. NFL. It's like the NFL wasn't like, well, we already got Miami, so what do we need Jacksonville for? What do we need Tampa for? I mean, you, you want as many big market or big big name teams right. as you can get, and Florida State and Clemson are that. They give they bring eyeballs. Yeah, we've moved to brands now, by the yeah. way. Oklahoma is in Iconic Norman, brands. Oklahoma. Norman, Oklahoma. There yeah. ain't nothing yeah. there. We've been there. I've I'm, got family from Oklahoma. They didn't grab Oklahoma because of the market. College Station. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who who lives there that that's not being held against their will? Yeah, you're grabbing brands, and, and Florida State is an iconic brand, as, right. as correctly noted by the uh, head coach that resides here in Tallahassee currently. But I, I do, I, I think I'm like all the other fans and, and supporters of Florida State that sit around thinking, man, the sooner this could happen, the better. Let's just, now that we know this is headed this way, can we expedite this? Now, of course, leagues don't like to go defunct. They don't, the yeah. ACC, I mean, can you imagine Jim Phillips right now? What a time to have taken over this conference. A sinking ship. If I'm him, I know he can't do this. So, Jim, I'm not saying you're doing this, and nobody should believe that I think he's doing this. But if I'm Jim Phillips, I might be thinking, hey, man, if I can make this deal happen, like if I can work with these other conferences, like what are they going to do for me? Oh, he's like, going to be like a middleman, like yeah, an AAU can, coach? Yeah. Then can, I, can I be the new commissioner <laughs> yeah. of college football? Can Hire I me be, as your assistant coach, I, <laughs> and you can have my point guard. Um, but, yeah, no, because, I mean, to your point, it's – I know. The, the thing that gave me the most confidence, besides the grant of rights, that the ACC could last to the end of this contract in 2036 the was that Jim Phillips took this job. You know, I mean, he was up for the Big Ten commissioner job. Very, I mean, one of the probably five or six biggest, you know, well thought of administrators in college sports. So when he took the ACC job, I thought, okay, well, maybe this league's got a shot. Maybe Notre Dame is coming. Maybe there's got to be an end game for him to take this job, and uh, maybe there isn't. Um, but but I think the 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 point you you just made though Jeff I think is important for people to realize this won't be as clean for whoever leaves the ACC because again the, the Texas and, and Oklahoma were able to leave you know a couple years down the line they weren't they wanted to leave overnight they were not allowed to because of contracts so they're going to have to be there for a little bit longer same thing. Uh, with the Pac-12, their contract was up. So one school, I think, is out next year and the other one's the year after. But the ACC is a totally different animal. And these other schools that are going to get left behind are not going to be cool with just saying, okay, goodbye, have a nice time, we'll, we'll, we'll watch you on TV. They are going to want to be compensated. So that, that process, I think, is going to be messier than what we've seen from these other conferences. One thing that has proven to be true is, whether it's Sankey or anybody else, if, if you do not worry about popular opinion – 
but instead think about the long-term vision of your league and your teams and where this is headed and make decisions based on that and be damned everybody's you know, uh, you know, righteous fear. Th- th- those are the people that are being rewarded because for all the people that said and wrote and talked about you're the reason college football is ruined or you're the reason this is going to hell in a handbasket, they went, we don't care because this is where this yeah. is headed and peace. How about Kevin Warren in the Big Ten? They're yeah. just like, you know, we got oh, this alliance. The alliance. We got the alliance. <laughs> I saw an interview. I, I can't remember who I just found on Twitter, but there was an interview with him uh, today or over the weekend, and he said they asked him like, "How do you? What, what about the alliance?" And he said, uh, "Well, as far as we're considered, the the alliance still has some meaning." Yeah, and absolutely. Still, now I can't speak to the trust and whether or not that's been diminished. <laughs> That'll play, play out over time. Sure. He literally said that. It's like, I think that I think we can all you, assume you, the trust uh, has been diminished. You just stole the best two schools in that conference. I think I think the thing with the ACC though, with Jim Phillips, Florida State isn't going to be the only team that's wanting out. No. It will, and no. in fact, if all these school presidents and ADs see, Gather see what's going on, they're going to want to attach themselves. And, I, you know, I don't know, man, maybe Syracuse and Boston College and Pitt are like, no, no, keep it all together. But everybody else is going to be wanting to be on the, on the, in the big tanker. And how, how do you – so you, who are you going to really be angering? Like well, NC even, State wants to yeah. go. Well, it's not even be, being angry. It's just who, who do you owe money to? Right, because they're in part of this contract. But, you well, like don't you not? think like ten teams, eight teams are going to be bouncing? I think you are. To your point, I think you have if a better you, chance if you bond together. If Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, NC State, Virginia Tech, we're all to say, yeah, man, this is untenable. We well, don't the, want to be part of this. We, well, the big question is if you could get to. I think I think they probably need ten or eleven. I mm. think it might be eleven schools to vote to disband the ACC. If that if it burn it down, Pookie. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think there's enough quality teams to get the 11. Like, you could probably get to, like, eight between the Big Ten and the SEC. Like, North Carolina, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Miami probably all make sense to the you Big Ten. You can get 10. the Big Ten to promise Boston College. Hey, man, we'll <laughs> take coming. you. You just sure. got to get coming. up. I mean, look, we're, we took Rutgers. We're going to send another raft. <laughs> but, you know, you guys wait patiently. Hang here. Try not there to drown. There should be enough food. <laughs> Everybody chill out. Be smart about it. Don't be gluttonous. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody but, but we promise up. we'll be back we'll be one back. day. We'll be back. Things uh, didn't work out. So that part of it's going to be true. I, yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out, but that's but your guys, you guys are one hundred percent right in terms of what those conversations are like. It's been reported that the ACC had a meeting of their ads and the presidents on phone calls, uh, resumes over the on Friday, and you know basically you have every every president and administrator wants to make sure that they're taken care of. So how do you how do you talk out of one side of your mouth? Hey, what can we do to get Notre Dame and whatever else? We got to do to strengthen our league, but on the other side, be like, man, how do I, how do I how get the hell out, out of here? Yeah, yeah. So those conversations, I would love to be a fly on the wall for this conversation. Well, <laughs> I wonder how long that remains civil. I mean, these guys are fighting to be professional and to have the kind of discourse that we, you know, that that, that belies uh, academia. Well, and look, man, <laughs> but, but like, I can't imagine that, that you're going to be real civil for very long. Even if you do have to pay the full freight of the grant of rights, which I think now is is it three ninety three sixty? It's something a nuts. Bazillion. So if you say you get out of, I think yeah, it's twenty five million, twenty six million a year for sixteen years. Sure. So after four years, you're you've cut it. Let's say you join the AC, a, SEC in twenty twenty seven. Well, you've cut that by $130 million. You still owe $260 million to the ACC, but, buddy, I know that's a ton of money, but I think you'd have a pretty good time raising money if it was to get you to the SEC. I think people Or the would, Big Ten. Whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. you have to do to get out of this conference. It, it's hard to build, you know, get, get some money from donors maybe to build a football mansion. 
it's not hard to get them to leave for the SEC. Now, that's a ton of money. But, hey, man, by that time, uh, Brady might be a first-round pick. He'll have some money to throw sure, around. Sure. I mean, Bryce, too, will yep. be a one-and-done. <laughs> so we'll have the Clarks and Cameras will be throwing some money to the train. I, I just think, by the way, most of that money would get paid by whoever it was that was welcoming you in. Right. Yeah. Well, some of that. They'd at least go <laughs> half and like, half. We, we got you. We got you guys. Yeah. It's going to work out. TV deals. we got a lot of money laying around. Yeah. We'll be okay. Come on in here and let's enhance and the think, brand. Didn't they with Maryland? I can't remember exactly. I think that the Maryland got like a reduced share for a few years mm-hmm. until they made up that money. Like I think the Big Ten fronted them that money. Um, what a great decision that was by the Big Ten, too. Maryland's really paid off for them, I'm no, sure. No, but think of it. How, you know what? How lucky is Rutgers in Maryland? Ridiculous. Or any of these schools like Vanderbilt, useless to the SEC on the playing field. Yeah, and they've done yeah, nothing it, at it, all for yeah, the brand. I mean, you think about some of the teams that have made it and, and are, will likely be grandfathered in. I have wondered this, though. Like, If that's where you're going, like, let's right. say you want the strongest of the conferences – why wouldn't you, if you were the Big Ten, tell Illinois to have that, a good day? I think that's all going to be coming. I was going to say, like, when you be like, man, listen, what are you doing here? Illinois and Vanderbilt have done nothing with their – Who are we kidding? Yeah. Come on now. What's going to happen, I think at some point, there's, there's going to be a, a demand that you have a certain level of resources, a certain level of money commitment put to, to the to commitment game. to the game to stay. And then it's going to be up to those schools. Like, I, Purdue, listen, it's been real. Right, but you have done nothing I mean, since God Drew Brees. I mean, God bless you. I like your cool little pee on the helmet there and all that, but this I is, drove by West Lafayette on the way not, to Chicago. How was it? Awful. It was, it well, was, I, I yeah. shouldn't say awful. The highway was awful, but it did have a bunch of windmills, man. They have a windmill farm out there that's like 500,000 acres. That it's seems nuts. like it's fitting of West Lafayette. I yeah, I mean, if you go out there and look right, at the windmills. At Here we go. <laughs> They're cool, man. They were cool, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. But I think for the first time, as somebody that covers Florida State and grew up cheering for this, cheering for this program for the first time in like, I don't know, man, four years, three years, I feel a little hope. There's hope that there's some good news on the horizon. I've really kind of maintained a level of hope that this was, I mean, this but it, it appeared to be it. where that, we were headed. That was, yes, this just accelerates. I think this is a bigger one than even Texas, Oklahoma, because that was just SEC saying we want to dominate the world. Well, yeah, but now the they Jim's have a competitor. Mighty answer. But they have a competitor way. that answered. And now, okay, well, competition breeds we more go. teams. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, let's get it on. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Ho, 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn <laughs> off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. <laughs> I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Luther Vandross. Well, what he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great you jingle from game. the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. You're damn right it is. Tallahassee off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. It's, uh, man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week. Like, you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> Never in mind person. the food. You get to see the three of us. But, yeah, the food and the, the drinks, the, the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working at And Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food, I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song. But with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's thing. With a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It, it just incredible. keeps growing. They're yeah. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. 
Either way, all of this makes this season very, very interesting, and here we are in July, and we should be celebrating that fact because you got ACC kickoff coming up in Charlotte. Practice starts this month. Here we go. Yeah, it does. I mean, just start. Just say that out loud. Practice starts this month for FSU. So this interminable offseason that it always is is accelerated this year because of the early game, the Week Zero game. But, you know, with practice, once it's underway, once practice begins, now you really start getting into the nuts and bolts of what guys are, where the competitions are going. And this year in particular, you've got a greater group of competitors with each segment group that I think is of interest to our fan base and to all of us watching. Because there are some unknowns that are going to help shape the season. And you have some real contests along this offensive line uh, with a group that might actually have some depth. We'll see what some of the incoming guys are. You know, How good is Dimitri Emanuel, for example? Does he come in right yeah. away and present himself as a possible starter? Is Caden Lyles now with a full offseason getting his body right, uh, understanding the system? Is he in a better place to compete to win the starting center's job? Maurice Smith has apparently put on weight. He, he has an answer for that competition, right? Let's see what happens there. Who you moving? Who's going to be your tackle? Is it Bless Harris? So that that's real competition with possible choices uh, to back those players up uh, that we didn't have before, that Florida State hasn't had in some time. Same holds true, I think, at, at corner and a couple other spots. So there's reason to be excited about practice beginning beyond the fact that it signifies footballs here. It, on a daily basis, you're going to see things that help dictate terms. Yeah, and the cool thing is we'll be going to Charlotte for ACC kickoff in like two weeks. I think two weeks from today we'll be going there. It starts on the 20th, I believe. And then usually there's a wait. Like it's so cool to go to kickoff because it's like the first taste of real life. We're interviewing coaches and players. Yeah. Here we go. We're yeah. talking football and they come out with you know everybody make, you makes their projections. Two and a half week wait. And you have like a couple weeks before <laughs> it actually starts again. But actually, yeah, with Florida State playing that week zero game, they get to start practice earlier than everybody else, and they'll be practicing, yeah, the, probably the last few days of July. And, um, yeah, so, man, and then with the access we get, thanks to Mike Norvell, you know, we'll actually be able to talk about these battles and, and why certain guys maybe look better than other guys. And there's, a, and there's positions everywhere, and Norvell said that before the spring about he was so excited about this spring, this past spring, because it was the first time they'd have a legitimate competition. Well, they've added new pieces since then. Since then, yeah. So the offensive line, but you also have defensive end where you have three or four guys competing for a starting job. As you said, defensive back, running back. I mean, there's a lot of competition across this roster. It's going to be a lot of fun. And you saw some guys respond to that competition even in spring, and it's only been bolstered. I thought that uh, Mari Gaynor had a very good spring. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a guy that showed another level of intensity because, frankly, he has to or else he's not going to play a lot. I mean, that, that's when you bring in Tatum Bethune, now everybody else gets slotted down some. And so right off the bat, you know, a guy like DJ Lundy is out of the mix. So now he's fighting to get reps. Well, I think that's true of Amari Gaynor, too. He, he yeah. showed a little bit more intensity, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then I think you'll see that, obviously, at receiver. I think you'll see that at defensive back. Uh, Renardo Green's trying to fight everybody off of that other corner spot. Kevin Knowles could slide out there. These are things we've discussed in our offseason on WarChant.com and WarChant TV with the videos we've produced. But these are all things that are legit. This isn't just us trying to convince ourselves that there's intrigue where there isn't. There's real competition in a lot of these places. And so that's, I mean, I don't know, That's that's when you can create – a greater level of intensity on a daily basis, and you have a chance to kind of be as sharp 
yeah. as as Corey likes to say, iron. Mm, it does. Sharp. How's it go? Iron. How's it yeah. go? Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, I wanted you to say it. Yeah. It's your catchphrase. It's, it's your I, I coined it. I think it was so, a 11, 2010. I yeah. can't quite remember right. what year yeah. it was. But, but the point that. is that we get a real case of ironing, sharpening iron here. It, not, yeah. not, not with a bunch of five stars yet, but with still a greater level of competition on a daily basis should create the kind of competition that betters everybody. Speaking of, they got a big commitment today. They did. Right before yeah. we went on there. Forced their highest, their highest D line commitment in. Five years, six years, something like that. Keldrick Falk, he's a defensive end out of Alabama yes, who he is. was <laughs> considering, I think, Auburn, Clemson, Florida. Uh, and we had a good feeling just because he seemed so excited every time he came here. He visited Florida State, I think, six or seven times. Uh, just really seemed to hit it off with they his They needed staff. that, man. That's good. It's a big pickup. Yeah, That is a big, big pickup. pickup. Uh, Ryan wrote and contributed, so we need to read his latest uh, question here. Did you see Park, uh, Packer and Durham announcing the last show? Even though they thought, thank you, Lord. What do you think is going to replace it? Um, or who I, do you think is going to replace it? I don't think they thought, thank you, Lord. No, I don't think they did either. I think they thought, damn, we just got told to have a good day. Uh Here's the thing. Uh, Ira is kind enough to reach out to me over the weekend and say, Jeff, let's go. He wants me to put my name yeah. in. Yeah, what are we gig, doing? Right? Yeah. They'd love us talking guys, about the ACC. Guys, they would not allow me on the show. I don't know if you realize this, but the ACC is a sinking ship. <laughs> well, I, this would be the show. I don't think that I can save them, even with an entertaining morning show. I don't think there's anything we can do from a radio standpoint, to salvage what's left but, of the ACC, friends. But, guys, we've got Jeff Cameron. we got him. Yes, We're yes. bringing him to Charlotte. He's moving here. Mm. He'll be based here, guys. Let's yes. go. You can see things are turning for the better. North Carolina and all these other schools just left for the Big Ten. Yeah. And these other schools. <laughs> but we have Jeff Cameron. Jeff Cameron's friends. here for the long and haul. And he can talk about lacrosse with the best of them. You know the sport. Let's Jim Brown. Go. One Let's of the best go. ever do it. One of the great athletes the, of all time. And the tack classes. Speaking of defensive ends, I was thinking about this when you were talking about the competition. If you had to put down money today, who's starting a defensive end for Florida State? Thank you, Ryan, by the way. for the Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you very much. Uh, okay, so you're talking about the, the, the one spot with Verse is what you think is open? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think Verse is one of them. You think he's a starter? Yes. From day one? Yep. Yeah, Duquesne's going to have trouble. It seems hard to imagine him not starting, but I also think Dennis Briggs is a starter. And Derek well, McClendon had a good spring. I think McClendon – I thought McClendon had a, a, a really good spring. Um, Briggs is a guy, if he's right, I loved, and obviously I'm rooting for. I think you can use him in uh, multiple ways, unlike mm-hmm. some of those other guys. I don't really think you can use those other guys other right. than at end. So that's an interesting one. Um, I like Yeah, when they're in passing situations, I like Briggs in the middle, and then you've yes. got those three. That yeah, and I nice, think that's how yeah. that's going to work, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's my opinion, but – I, Verse is an interesting case study this year. How quickly, because we know his dedication to improvement on a daily basis, whether it be physically, mentally, technique, that's there. You know, my interview with him, he revealed that he talked about it. Then we went out and saw it. He's going to make mistakes, but he's going to make them at a yeah. thousand miles per hour. They're going to take advantage of how at times overzealous he is. I think they're going to take advantage. I think also teams. If you wanted to negate some of his athleticism, you would run right at him. He's a little light right now. He's a big kid, but he's got room to get bigger. But I do think, yeah, you're probably right. He's probably going to be out there as a starter. But see, there, there you go. That's another area where we come out here this month and we start watching practice. Right. These are things we're going to be able to watch on a daily basis. The competition will be fierce there because all of those guys compete. All those guys care. All those guys had a good spring. All those guys seem to be, you know, ready to get go to war yeah. over this. So that's a good problem to have. And it, I was talking to Aslan about it. It really is illuminating when you look at the top forty that we did, 
And like he was, we we he was like, man, you only had Akeem Dent at twelve. I thought you were a big fan of Akeem Dent. And I'm like, buddy, I am. And he he was really good in the spring. I thought he yeah. had like probably five or six picks, and he was good at the end of the year. And I'm like, but that that tells me how much better the roster is. If you had a guy like Akeem Dent, a former five-star, that really seemed to find his stride the second half of the season and had the spring he did, coming back to last year's team or the 2020 team, I don't know, he, I, I might have ranked him fourth on the team. And this time I ranked him 12th. Treshawn Ward was uh, behind him, I think. Treshawn Ward trend. averaged 6.3 yards per carry. Like I just think that tells you where this roster has gotten to, where you've got some legitimate to good college football players, many well, we, more of them, like the top thirty of them. We did, we did admit that this year was not an exercise in futility. The ranking of the top forty did not serve to depress me. Right. Normally it does. Yeah. Normally I'm like, okay, we're finished with the first seven. Now, now what? It's just randomness. Now you just, just draw grab numbers. these thirty-three players and shake them up because yeah. they're all the same. That's not what Except we did the this kicker. year. You're not, you take the kicker out of the hat. You're not even drawing a kicker, are you? I put him fortieth. Put him at fortieth. Oh, you did year. this year. Uh, yeah, this year. I all put right, him there you go. Fits, fits magic. Yeah. Put uh, I got punter kicker thirty-nine and forty. Any chance we can get some uh, fan in here over here? Uh, it, something so, seems so, a little off. It's a little warm. Well, over you know here. the good news is it's time to take a commercial break. I'll get to the. Hey, can I ask you something real quick? We'll remedy this situation, sir. Can you hear me right now as I talk? Can you hear? me saying stuff yeah but i don't know if everybody else can oh okay because so, i have the cough button down yeah but don't do that well sometimes i have to cough and it'd be cool if the button worked or you could just let everybody not cough yeah, you, you want me to roll to out of together? the room i thought you got all your gastrointestinal situations worked out mostly. here what's wrong you mostly need esophagus I, it's still, it's still work now too? Bit of, still a little bit uh, let's, left let's, over let's get it together still some remnants seminal headlines 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv continues in a moment Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Just because it is fun to dare to dream, which would you rather go to? Would you want to go to the Big Ten or the SEC? Uh, the SEC. I mean... Think about all those drives. I just did the drive. Oh, to see, this Lafayette, is I forget. Indiana. I forget. You refuse to take a flight in Northwestern. I just drove. To, I basically drove Chicago, to Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's um, a good. Place it's not an easy drive, guys. It's not the the most fun drive. No, you've you ever could, had. you're allowed to fly. Yeah, let's, um, let's let's go with a hypothetical that people that you, are flying. That people could get on planes and go to these mm, schools still, and see these matches. They may well they may well have developed planes to the point where you could fly to Chicago by then, Corey. In like <laughs> in like a couple hours. Yeah, it's amazing. Hey, I'm still waiting on the trains. Yeah, <laughs> still waiting on the trains to happen. I would say, um, I, I, yeah, again, I had this conversation with someone, and I was like, man. Um, I know, like Starkville isn't the prettiest place in the world. No, not it at all. It's not. It's not. But Oxford's supposedly great. In those 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 stadiums are a unique experience with fans that care. And the Big Ten has some of those, but not a lot. Well, Michigan friend, and Ohio State and Nebraska. Hold on. Got it. Hold on. So USC, UCLA, well, sure. Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State, all fun places to go see a game would be awesome. Wisconsin, Camp Randall, badass. Yeah. That's six. That's it. You've named you've named them. Well, hold on. <laughs> you named them. I think you'd have fun in East Lansing at Michigan State games. In I, November? I don't know, man. Oh, you worried about the temperature? I'm worried about oh, all of this it. This guy, this the, freaking but, guy. I can't fly. Can, he, I don't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to drive there and yeah. then sit in the climate now, control press conference, press box. <laughs> I'm thinking about the fans, gang. Oh yeah. I'm thinking about the fans, and the fans. I think, by and large, would much rather go to Athens. Well, it's Tuscaloosa, a shorter jaunt. It's a shorter Not even jaunt that. to be sure. You you fit more with those fan bases. Oh, do they? Yeah. Do the ACC fans fit better? Florida State. 
Mm. You don't think Florida State fans? Oh, fit I, better? I I look down on most of the people in the SEC. Yes. Well, I mean, Jeff doesn't, that, Jeff doesn't, doesn't want to admit <laughs> yeah. that those are his people, right? Well, yeah, no, I because, don't. so you look down on Clemson because Clemson's essentially an SEC you fan base, do, baby. No, that, that's a rabid fan base, solid fan base. Well, that's all of them. So you got LSU, Alabama, Auburn, love LSU fans. Tennessee. By the way, love LSU. Every time I've ever been there, great people, great fan base. Good I just times. think I think it makes a little me. bit better than going to say Mississippi State. Yeah, that Mississippi State's the one, though, A little right? shaky. All the other ones, like Lexington's pretty. Uh, Nashville's <laughs> a cool city. Listen to him convince himself. No, I mean, there's just there's Big Ten's Lexington, Indiana. Lexington is pretty, but I don't know that that's why I want <laughs> to pick them pretty. in as a college football power. Well, right, but you know. they're not a power, but it's like if you're talking about Getting the excited allure, to go out to see Arkansas, are you? Yeah. That's an easy drive. No, it's the fan feels <laughs> It actually close. is not an easy Fayetteville's drive. I drove it one time. All. Jim Lamar yeah. had me drive for track, the track <laughs> national championships. Oh, that was tough. Oh. But don't you think, Ira, wouldn't you think by and large mo- most of these fans, I know you want to land anywhere, but man, Florida State, Tennessee, Florida State, Alabama, Florida State, LSU is much more exciting. Listen, than- I'm excited about both. I'm excited about either one. Either one. one. Either yeah, you're one. not going to turn down. All jokes aside, all my snide comments aside, I'm telling you I'd be excited about both. Get us the hell out of here. That's all I'm saying. Get us the hell out of here and let's go. Whether yeah. we're driving to Oxford or if we're flying to Columbus, I'm fine with that. Yeah, if you're I, stranded on the island yeah. and, a, and a boat comes by that says Big Ten, you're not like, hey, hold yeah, on. Hold on. Is there sure. something off in the Squint distance? your eyes, Corey. Is that the SEC boat? <laughs> it's a raft, Jeff. Okay, still. It gives us hope. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, SEC obviously is a much better fit. One challenge with either of these, certainly with the SEC, is well, both of them, man, you're going to be third class citizens for a while. We were, Florida State was third class citizens in the ACC, even even though they were dominating in football. But it didn't, the, it didn't way, bother us. Didn't bother us though. No, I agree. But this will be a little. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, they're they're those schools. I mean, how all the complaints we've had, you know, had about the officiating and all these different things, scheduling and all these things, and what are they doing to the non traditional Tobacco Road schools? Well, that's going to be magnified, I think, in the SEC. I, let's worry about it when we get there. No, I, I'm I mean, with you. I'm I mean with you. I'll tell you what. The boat. We'll, maybe we'll weep a little bit as we count our money. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. at this point, this is untenable, you know, and, and it's only going to fall further behind. So the idea of, of watching, you know, a rival like the University of Florida pocketing 25 to $35 million more than you per year. Well, the projection just on is. conference affiliation. I think the projection in. Five years is is like sixty million. Yeah, it's insane. It's, and that's yeah. why, and that's why I didn't. That's why this last week didn't change a whole lot for me because I just felt it had to. There had to be a reckoning. Yeah, there was just there was it's no way that cool was that gonna, it came this quickly. Right? right no, for sure. Um, but I just couldn't imagine any scenario where this just went off into perpetuity or at least until the ACC. Because it felt like, and done. you can't judge life on Twitter and reactions from national sports writers on Twitter. But it felt like Texas Oklahoma when that happened. It was all. Uh, about the SEC exerting its dominance. That was the old story. That was the whole narrative. This became college football is changing forever. What's next? With the, the what's next after this? This was the this was the shot across the bow. Oh yeah, uh, the Big Ten's like yeah, we've got Los Angeles and New York. And I think the reality is there's also the Fox part of it where they're saying we want to be yeah. a huge player which in college great football, for co- yeah. which is yes. great for people like Florida State fans. You want somebody that's going to challenge ESPN yeah. to make ESPN want you. But now, see, and that's the question with Big Ten is, I wonder, you just have to wonder, if there is an interest there to getting into Florida, to getting into the getting into the Southeast more. You know, Gene said he's heard some things about Georgia Tech in the Big Ten. Well, wouldn't you, if you were doing that, wouldn't you grab Georgia Tech in Miami? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah, could, yeah, but you could yeah, get, yeah. but you could get. 
the swath of the Southeast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get four schools with one swipe or five or six. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think that there's a lot, there's a lot, there's, there's going to be, I, and to your point, Corey, it's good that it, you're not only dealing with ESPN, that there's even the possibility where, yeah. where ESPN could say, hey, if we don't put Florida State and Clemson in the SEC, maybe somebody else might get them. Yeah, and that's not good for the SEC. Like, the SEC fans would be like, wait, you you grabbed whoever, name it school. You grabbed Virginia and Virginia right. Tech, and you didn't get Florida State and Clemson? What's the matter with you? So, the, 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 the one SEC thing, though, brethren, the, 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 other the good schools. news is, is that we've known for some time that only live sports is going to survive for in terms of what we're talking about with ratings. and all, You can't – nobody watches anything as it's scheduled now. Everything's a la carte, except for live sports. So right. everybody's gobbling up live sports rights. So you, In Maverick, people so, went and watched Maverick. So you're going Did you to, see it yet? Oh, so you're going to so have, of course, the Apples of the world, the Netflix of the world, the Amazons of the world gobbling up. The, I mean, this is, there's a fight for all of this. So that's why I say there's an air of inevitability with all of this. Florida State and Clemson and Miami, they're all going to get gobbled if up. You were, if you were uh, Kevin Warren or his, his aide, would you not reach out to somebody that lives in Georgia and be like, hey, would Georgia Tech be worth bringing them in? Because I've, I've lived there my whole life. I've gone to sports bars there my whole life. It is 20 to 25 to 1 Georgia fans to Georgia That is Tech correct. And, and anything that benefits the schools in the state goes to Georgia. Well, let me so, ask you this, though. So you can't think the ratings you're going to get. No, it's like not, ACC not, with Boston. Not, like, they don't care. Not, in, immediate, not immediately. But maybe but Georgia Tech becomes something. $80 million a year for their football program or yeah, whatever. Now all of a sudden, change. I mean, that talent base is the population in Atlanta. When I went, when I went to Thomasville before you got there, and the high school football championships, it was whoever won in South Georgia won the state championship. Like whoever won the regions in South Georgia just dominated the teams from the, yeah. up where you were from. But, man, when that, that population that exploded, yeah. the Atlanta schools dominate everything in high school. The talent there is unbelievable. Georgia Tech has been I – mean, Atlanta has been raided yeah. by the Clemsons and Alabamas and everybody else. But if you poured a fortune into facilities well, and became yeah. like the Oregon of the Southeast – that's that what you're change. projecting. You're deciding, yeah, Georgia Tech isn't worth a damn right now, but what are they Maybe in 30 they would be. years? Yeah, yeah. yeah it could be. Know, yeah, I, I think Miami is a I... much more uh, you know, natural fit if you're going for a big market that you know. Like, look, I know Miami, their fans don't show up for those games hardly ever, but I think they get pretty good ratings in that city, and that's a big city. I don't think anybody in Atlanta watches Georgia well, Tech. They, and they also meet the academic criteria that Florida State currently does not. You know, oh, you're talking about for the Big Ten. Tr- yeah, Florida State's With trying a- to become yeah. an AAU team, but, yeah. or an AAU school, AAU team. A what? An AAU, AAU the American Association of Universities. Right oh, here. okay. Like all the Big Ten schools have that designation. Yeah, so UCLA and USC both are in that. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. why it was right. easy for them and to Georgia grab Tech it. does. Yeah. 99% positive Miami does. Florida State's trying to get that. Isn't that cute that, that the Big Ten – Still care, acts like they, that matters. That's like a differentiator to them. Yeah, yeah, temporarily. I think I don't think yeah, that's going to be too much. I don't much think money. that's going to yeah. take. <laughs> I don't but think as of now, they've been able to stick to it. Yeah, they have. Some of the headlines: ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you, but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. 
You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You know, it's funny. Somebody brought it up on the chat, and it's true. Until such time that we get the next bombshell announcement, everybody's going to engage. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people will engage in wild speculation because, to be sure, there are legitimate conversations happening behind the scenes. And there are legitimate sources talking to reporters about... Parts of those conversations, you know, maybe not in its entirety, but just, hey, this team's name was mentioned, this university was mentioned, this school was mentioned. So you're going to hear whisperings of that from now until the next big uh, announcement. And that's because, again, I think everybody knows that's undeniably now where this is going. So there's no more speculation, well, maybe this team will go to the Big 12, maybe, no, this is getting to be with which teams want to play big boy football and are all in on that front and which teams are not going to do that and cannot do that. So we think for sure Florida State, Miami, and Clemson are going to land somewhere. I mean, that would be crazy to think that they wouldn't. Of course they're going. Um, Louisville? Now that's an interesting one. They're, they're, so they care. Well, and they, they get ratings in that state. And Louisville's a big city. Like It's not... It's not a huge market, but it's certainly bigger than Tallahassee. It's a big. Oh well, city. there are plenty of markets out bigger than Tallahassee. Yeah. That's yeah. I think Tallahassee is one hundred seven. We're not doing. We're not just doing. Again, this is a lot about brands and no, not no, about but that's necessarily a, that's a market. major city with a with yeah. a. Team they're outside that they the really top fifty about. markets, but they are a, a, a bigger city. Yeah, and they do care, and they have money, and they've invested, and they've got three think, viable Ira? teams. I mean, I think just looking at the conferences or the divisions of the ACC, uh, Clemson, Florida State, definitely. I think Louisville and NC State are tweeners. I think NC State's getting in to either the yeah. SEC or the Big Ten. Yeah, um, I don't see how Syracuse or Wake Forest does. Uh, who? I'll tell you a better one: Virginia Tech. They mm. they're in the Virginia, middle of nowhere. That, that is a speaking good, of which, a good talent base, and there's a lot of talent in that. Maybe Sidewater if they hooked area. on with Virginia somehow, if they latched themselves to Virginia. No, but see, I think they would go separate. I think Virginia, but that. But that's interesting because that was the whole issue. When that, that that's happened how Virginia for the ACC. Tech got into the ACC. That's correct. Because they weren't going to get in. But, you know, that's what's interesting about the UCLA-USC thing is that UCLA and Cal are connected, right. and then Cal's and like, don't. what the? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the Coastal, I mean, I, it seems like Georgia Tech would probably get into the Big Ten if that's how it shakes out. Miami, North Carolina are definitely getting in somewhere. And then, yeah, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Tech. I don't, Virginia Pitt's, Pitt's an one. interesting one. I don't know. Pitt's an interesting one. What does Pitt do, man? What's Pitt do for you? It's uh, they got you to change a rule about a quarterback. Well, that's your slide. argument about the damn city. I mean, Pitt's bigger than Louisville. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that's. I've been to the games. They, they don't. Too. They don't. Well, yeah, and they necessarily and they're, care about that team. And the Big Ten Network's already in that. Yeah. market. Like they, they're not going to get any more TV sets because they're already on all the TV sets because of Penn State. 
I just it, it gets interesting because you do have a cutoff point. You have to argue whether this you think this is headed towards forty eight teams. Yeah, to that's what 24. I'm is, yeah. is it going to sixty? If it's sixty, then you easily let right. Virginia Tech and NC State and well, that's you know, and that's and that's been the whole question facing administrators is nobody knows what the number is going to be. Is it going to be forty eight? Is it going to be thirty two? Is it going to be sixty four? And everybody that's not you know USC, UCLA, Oklahoma, Texas is trying to figure out where they are on that. Yeah, there's that a bunch list. of teams like Oklahoma State, for example. Right. I mean, where that's a big enough program, but really, like, what, what are we doing here in Stillwater? Yeah. So then, you, you know, it, and you see this with a lot of schools that are right up there on the fringe that you wonder about, and I think there's a lot of nervous so, people at those and places, so, obviously. And there's a report, uh, Dennis Dodd um, reported that the Big 12 is trying to poach the remaining, or six of the remaining Pac-12 schools. So they're trying to go, I, I guess, Oregon and Washington? They're trying to grab them? I would assume so. If you're Oregon and Washington, yeah. just wait on the Big 10. Right. Don't go to the Big 12. <laughs> Unless you feel like – but there's some part – because Pac, the Pac-12 has to, at some point, negotiate a contract for TV. So, like, they can't just wait forever. And the Big Ten's waiting for Notre Dame. So there's just yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. – everything is – to your point, they're, everybody's kind of speculating because nothing's con- – I don't think anything's concrete. I don't think schools across the country have any idea where they're going to be in two years. They just – no, they better not be where they're at right yeah, they, now. It, it is now, also wherever you're standing, simple. that's not a good place if, if it's not in one of those two. If you're the Big Ten, you're, your negotiating ploy with Notre Dame is like, look, if you don't come and join us, our schools aren't allowed to play you, and they will not play you. So good luck going into Texas and playing some SEC schools that might feel the same exact mm-hmm. way. Like, you either join a conference and help all of us together, or go play Texas Tech it in It seems like a natural Cal. fit that they would just go to the Big Ten. Yeah, I know, but they want their I know independence. they value their independence, but where this is headed, I don't know that they're going to be able to do that. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. I don't know that they can't. But If if the Big 12 did somehow get some of the better teams in the Pac-12, are they viable? And if they're viable, does that make the ACC schools feel like they're viable and just trying to figure out if there's somebody they can add. Well, who is the ACC going to add if the Big 12 grabs Oregon and Washington? Who are you grabbing hope, out of the ACC? Hoping for Notre Dame. Washington Man, State. Notre Dame ain't coming. Washington State. You get to go to Pullman. <laughs> You're screwed. Oregon State. Corvallis is really pretty. They get, they're good at baseball. So it's up on the chat right now. Director Matthew posted it up there. Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah mentioned specifically as teams being targeted by the Big 12. Sources telling CBS Whoa. Sports consideration of adding Oregon and Washington to make the Big 12 an 18-team league, the largest in FBS. Well, the, well, I love how there's also consideration of Oregon and Washington. No, those would be the ones you have to have. You have yeah. to get the them. The first four or five don't do anything for you. Utah is interesting. Uh, that is a school on the rise in a state that's growing. So it's kind of fascinating to see what you would do with Utah. And they do go to games, and they're passionate, and they're good. Yeah. They won the Pac-12 last year. They're good. Salt Lake City is a big city. And I, I'm just saying, Utah is an interesting one. When we have well, the larger conversation about where people end up in musical chairs, there are so many teams you could forget about and then think back on later and go, I mean, Arizona State is interesting. Arizona State, that's a huge stadium. Passionate fans at one time had a place at the party. Yeah. Remember when we did this like four or five years ago, we sat down and picked the schools. Yeah. If we if we restarted college football, like who would be invited to that 64? We actually went through it. And, and It's fun to do. Yeah, and Utah I don't think was on our list back then, but maybe it would be. Maybe it would be now, right? Like I would rather have Utah if I were a big-time conference than Illinois. Oh, you're down on Illinois. Well, Jesus. Yeah, I got – hey, I'm with you. Go to Champagne, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, man. So is Stanford not on that list? Stanford's in trouble. So would the Big Ten take them? Stanford, that's the thing. I don't. Stanford can go f itself. 
As much money as they get in endowments, they don't need any more TV money. Well, they can just go win their sailing they'd still championships. They'd probably like to be part of the bigger picture. <laughs> they here. can win their sailing championships and their rowing championships and their director's cups every year for the rest of our lives. I don't need them in any football hey, conference. It might be prettier than Lexington. It is prettier than Lexington. I have great. two. It is 100% prettier <laughs> yeah. than Lexington. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have horse racing, though. No. I, I would go to Palo Alto if you said, hey, how'd the you guys Cameron do, show could go to Palo Alto. All right. How'd I'm you guys in. do it uh, the track the other day? Not great. So I, I set Brady, took Brady to uh, Churchill Downs, and we bet. Uh, Stephanie had a friend there that lives in Kentucky, That's too. That's a good so kind she came of dad up. right there. Good, and, good uh, yeah, this was how it was, rolling. too. Is Stephanie got the app on her phone where you can bet, but I was like, no, we're doing it the old school way. We're going to the ticket office. Yeah, we're going, yeah, yeah. Just get up there. Yeah. Um, Did you do it with whiskey on your breath? No, I you had should vodka. have. That's how you do it. But uh, <laughs> I had that's when times are good. That's when times when are times good. Times are tough. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I <laughs> taught Brady. He's fourteen now. I'm like, look, here, you, you, you saw me do it. Go to the machine. Put my card in. Forty bucks. You're betting twenty on your horse. You're betting twenty on my horse. And I had a parlay. So I'm doing the parlay. Do this and blah blah blah. And he did it. Came back. Got the two. This was the last race. We had lost every one before that. <laughs> last race. His horse wins. My horse finishes second, and nice. I, I, so I hit the parlay. He won it. It's, called, lo- it's he, called an exacto, by the it, way. That's what I said. I said a parlay. Yeah, you that's did. A team. Cool. I wasn't going to but my I'm man comes from a Sorry, horse racing background. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. I boxed it. I boxed yeah, the exact box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you so go. Uh, we won, and Brady lost the two tickets. What? How? So, I, who knows? I don't know if he wiped his butt with them. If he threw them in the trash, who knows how he, he lost? Lost them. the tickets. That's the thing you can't lose. That's the he he gave me a ticket, and it was from the the race before. I was like, this isn't it. Where's race 10? And so we looked around <laughs> for five minutes, like if he'd thrown it on the ground, and it ruined the rest of it. It ruined the whole day. Like, I wasn't going to make my money back, but I would have probably won 60 bucks on those two races. The point is, don't lose the tickets. Some That's people whole... say, maybe, Corey, you go make the bets and handle no. the money, but I'm no, trying no, no. to teach a You're son trying to a teach lesson. him how to do this and, and how to gamble. the test. Ira, you were, you were making bets at 14 uh, yeah. at a horse yeah. track. Did he, did he get to drive home? Ira's dad had Ira he, killing people. He at did 14. get, he actually drove home because I was too drunk. He drove up to Chicago. Perfect. Perfect. That's a good bond right there. Got to. Yeah, got to. That's, Sorry. that's good stuff. Hour number two, forthcoming. Some little headlines. We'll get to headliner questions. Stay with us. There's a lot of them, so we'll uh, touch on that next.